more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Good morning. And good morning, Toronto. Apologies to Toronto yeah, too. So man. sorry, Toronto. Apologies, Toronto. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if, if you watched us, if you watched our presidential debate last night, um, Mm-mm-mm. just know that's 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 not a reflection of who at least at least I am. Nah, okay. me neither. <laughs> America really has to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, uh, how did we get in this position? Seriously, on on on, on both sides. We really need to ask ourselves how we ended up with with, with these two options for for president of the United States of America. Like yeah, how do like, like seriously? Yeah, no, like you really have to right. ask ourselves that. Well, I feel like I feel like Biden was trying. It just wasn't working because Donald Trump kept interrupting and oh trying to bait him. I watched the I same t- debate you watched. I told y'all but that I would happen. We knew that Donald though. Trump won. I don't think it made him look good. If he's Donald Trump. He can't look bad. We have you can't shame the shameless. I think he shameless. looked bad last night. I think he There's looked a, bad last he, night. He looks bad every night me. of his life. Yeah, he Donald always Trump looks, bad looks bad. To me. Donald Trump looks bad every day. That's why you, it's like punching glue. Like you can't shame the shameless. You just can't. How can a man that's a terrible person look terrible? Like I'm tripping off everybody being shocked that a white supremacist won't condemn white supremacy. He's never condemned white supremacy. He's always called for white supremacists to be violent. Always. He's been doing that since he ran against Hillary. It didn't look presidential at all. It, it did not look presidential. He pre- never looked presidential. Well, both of them didn't look presidential last no, night. No, I think no. Joe Biden. Two I think old men Joe just Biden, arguing with each other all night long, just being disrespectful. I think it Joe Biden made some good points. I think he made some good points, but things got drowned out with all of these other moments. But I don't think he had a terrible performance at all. I don't um, think he was good. He said, I mean, I just he said some things that other. I definitely agreed with. If you closed your eyes was, and watched those old men arguing and didn't know they were president, you didn't know they were going for president. They just looked like two old men that didn't like each other, didn't F with exactly. each other, and they just wrote down no. everything they didn't like about each other and was like, I'm just going to attack when it's ready. I'm attacking no, your I son. Think were, I think I'm there were this. some moments. You're stupid. I think there were some You're moments when Joe Biden was looking at the camera and talking to the people at home and trying to I really drive that. home what it is that he was trying to say. I think that because you can't talk to Donald Trump. I, but I, I, I thought that, that's, you that came to off. You people as, at home watching. Yeah, but that came uh-huh. off as so rehearsed. That came off as so canned. It came off as just you like You should rehearse like for fake. a debate. And I, I just don't like the way they talk about black prepare. people, man. That just, it, it just, they, it just comes the way they, no, just even when they mention <laughs> black people, it, they just mention us like it's, we're not people. It's just, I, I don't. I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel funny every time they say and how you look at black people and black people and yeah. And then you should have did this with black people. I'm like, 
goodness gracious. It, it just it doesn't make us sound human. Because we're not in their plans. Never have been. Uh, probably never will be. That's just the truth to the matter. Mm. So what you're yeah, saying is you matter. guys are torn on I'm confused. So now what? With this no, thing. trash last night. I just didn't like what do you it. Mean? We, it we, didn't we, like it we can admit president. Yeah, you can admit both of them. Both of them were trash, but you know we definitely voting on November third. But we have to ask ourselves how we got to this point where these are our only two options. And I think the two party system in America is done. It's a wrap. Like I, I, it's just it's just not working for everybody anymore. We need more options. That's just the truth to the matter. You're lying to yourself if you say otherwise. But we 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 left with what we left with. So yeah, I, make I your mean, choice November third. Because I don't see how you can be black and in good conscience be a member of the Republican Party or the Democratic Party because as Envy just pointed out, ain't none of them talking to us Mm -mm. at all. It it, it didn't seem like it at all. I mean, like I said, it was a bit of tax tracks. It just seemed like an attack. I felt very energized to make sure that I go out and vote. I mean, I already feel that way, but after last night, I felt like this is a state of emergency. Yeah, we have definitely everybody has to go out and vote. We've been saying that for the last uh, couple of months. But my my only thing is is, and I hate to say this, but this is when you look at something and you be like, you know what? We really need change. And when I mean change, yes. it's like when you look in the music industry or you look at uh, fashion or you look at this and you look at that and you see the people that run it and you see that starting to change. You're starting to see younger people starting to run fashion, whether it's uh, Virgil doing Louis Vuitton. He's kind of older, but he's younger than what you Just say what it is. Old white men are played out, bro. Just say what it is. Old white men are played out. That's it. Bottom line. Let's get get into front page news so we can start talking about this debate. There's nothing wrong with old white men. It's just the fact that they can't represent the world, the the nation. They They, can't represent the country. It's impossible. They don't, they don't, that's not a reflection of us. It's just not. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. Do we have to ask what we're talking about? Nope. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Ah, where are we starting? This versus battle last night? Yeah, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the debate last night. And first, we'll start with the mask usage. And Donald Trump tried to mask shame Joe Biden. He didn't like the fact that Joe Biden wears a mask all the time. You have to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to, but I Just wear like masks when needed. I don't have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. That was a moment where Joe Biden um, could have nailed Donald Trump, but he didn't. Like when Donald Trump was talking about his rallies and the size of his rallies and saying his rallies have been safe. It's like, bro, Herman Cain died after leaving one of your rallies. Joe Biden could have nailed him in that moment. He didn't. All right. In addition uh, to that, he talked about, and this was one of the biggest moments of last night when Donald Trump was asked to condemn white supremacy. Here's what happened. I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what are you? What are you? you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacist and right. Like me to condemn? White supremacist and right. Proud boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not militia. That's what oh, his an idea. FBI director Gentlemen. said. Why were people shocked and surprised that a white supremacist wouldn't condemn white supremacy? Like, what Donald Trump have y'all been watching for the last four years? That's who he is. What? He's a white supremacist. Well, this really energized white supremacists and militia groups last night. And after the debate, it was a huge win. And if you look at the numbers and social media, and uh, they've been making T-shirts and everything already. So they're uh, very excited that they got shouted out by Donald Trump last night, and they feel energized and protected. All right. That's in addition same, to that's that, that's the same guy who that's the same guy who did the, wouldn't denounce the KKK or David Duke either. He's that he that's who he is. But you know what y'all better do? Uh, y'all better understand that owning a legal firearm in America as a black person or minority is a form of self care because they standing by. So you better stand in line and buy a gun. Well, I know we have a lot more to get to from last night, but um, we'll get to it this morning throughout the All show. Right. Yeah, because he disrespected the issue out of Joe Biden's son, and, and at that point, you better like. It's just, it's just nasty. Just nasty. We we knew this though. It's, like, it's literally like punching glue. You can't shame the shameless. You know he's gonna lie. You know he's gonna say anything. You know he's gonna interrupt you. Like we we we've seen this since 2016. Like to, according to, to, to reports, to, Donald Trump's advisors were very. Uh, Donald Trump's according to reports, Donald Trump's advisors said that he was very excited to attack Biden's son, and that was the plan throughout. And that's why he kept bringing it up out of nowhere the whole entire debate. I'm Listen, sorry. Man, I would have, he, I'd have had to get low. I'd have had to get uh, some pictures of, of, of Trump's wife when she was posing and what? What, 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 what is she posing? Uh, I don't remember. Because it'd it, it have to go know. back and forth. If you're not just going to talk about my son, say he's a disgrace and, and say all these lies that didn't happen. No, nah, that's my son at the end of the day. Listen, he, he Donald play Trump, that game too. Donald Trump hasn't paid his taxes, so he was too turned up. Okay? That's how he came, that's how he <laughs> he came in last taxes. night. He paid $750. He did pay his taxes. Joe almost he went he, there, though. He, he almost went there. He called him a he called him a clown. He told him, shut the hell up. I'm telling you, if he would have just said, you you, 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 you just foolish, if he would have just said that one time, <laughs> it would have set the tone, and that would have been the headline this morning. Because he is foolish. He is. All right. All right, that's front page news. We'll get more to it. I'm sure we'll take your calls a little bit later. But get it off your chest. Let's open up the phone lines now. 800 585 Tell us what's on your mind, man. Whatever it is, the debate, something else. It doesn't matter. Phone lines are open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. (laughs) Hello, who's this? Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Andy. Come on, Good morning. I want to get off my chest. Um, I, I just said he went really well when he brought up his son. Um, it has been my knowledge that uh, Trump's son also does coke. I don't know about Biden's son, but it's been record <laughs> that his son does right. coke. And, you know, the biggest karma for Donald Trump, you guys have to remember, is this. One, I don't know if I can say this on the line, on air, but he's a d- and he has a porn star for life and he can't use it. That's his biggest karma. And nothing thing you better do is Get your guns, like Charlemagne. That's right. Because he told his boys to stand by. If they That's right. Threat in the FBI and let him threaten like they threaten us. Like if you put a bunch of stuff to run the country, so we'll look at it as a If you don't get your guns, and if you don't go off
Yeah, I wouldn't I, say I'm kill yourself, you. but I agree with you. I agree. You have to go out and vote, and you have to get a legal uh, firearm. And legal firearm. firearm. Even in states where you're not allowed to carry out the house, they, you can still carry and make sure that you can have it inside the house. So if somebody comes in your house, you can protect yourself. That's and then right. there's always the shotgun or the, the rifle or the long arm gun. I don't know what they call it. But, yes, I own uh, a couple of handguns, and I own a couple of uh, rifles. And you got to know how to shoot and make sure your significant other know how to shoot. My wife knows how to shoot. We go to the range. My kids, the older kids even know how to shoot. They've been to the range with me several times. There's no way you can see what's going on in America and, 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 and not be preparing for the absolute worst because it's going to get worse. Hello, who's this? Yeah, yo, what's good morning? This is Jay. What's going on? What's up, bro? Peace, Peace, Jay. Chef. That debate last night was something epic for me, man. That the- it was the best worst show I ever seen on TV last night. <laughs> oh, Trump had his greatest hits going last night. He gave us. I saw somebody said it was like a love and hip hop reunion. It definitely was that. I heard they say Andy Cohen should have hosted. What did it make you feel? Did it sway you? What you gonna do? What you doing in November? Oh, I'm voting. I'm voting in November. I'm voting for Biden. Okay. And okay. Just because I'm tired of Trump in office and me being. Somebody from Brooklyn that live in Jersey and happen to see um, all this um, radicalness out where I'm at right now. It's like, hmm. it, it's, it's blatantness. It's blatantness. One thing I could say, and I was telling my wife yesterday, I was like, the one thing I did appreciate about Donald Trump's presidency that it brought out all the races that, we, that was hiding the when that, that Obama was in office. And now that they out, they got me to see people for who they really are, you know? And that's the one thing. And that, then what? Oh, you're able to add and subtract out of your life. This is Absolutely. How you, think, you know, but with the whole, um, your phone cutting up, brother. He, oh, I'm sorry about that. Bad service, driving to work. Yeah, the white supremacy thing that Donald Trump totally talked about where he, he totally never answered the question about black people. That's the thing that, oh. that bothered <laughs> me the most. It bothered me the most when he didn't, he didn't answer the question. That the moderator gave them. Yeah, they both dropped the ball on the race. They, they, yeah, they both dropped the ball on the race question terribly. I mean, Donald Trump bombed it more, but you know, Joe Biden dropped the ball, especially when Trump started pressing him about the '94 crime bill, and it's simply because Joe Biden has never apologized for the '94 crime bill. He's still holding on to that for whatever reason. Right. That's a vulnerable well, calling, play, a spot for him. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. And uh, shout out to everybody in New York City. New York indoor dining begins today in New York. All right, 25% limit, limit on capacity. Masks are being required. We're not at the table. Temperature will be taken. And one person in every group will have to leave their contact info just in case. So, New York, uh, you can finally uh, go out and eat. Well, I should say inside and eat now. Yeah, speaking of eating, oh, yeah, that's how the presidential... That's how the presidential debate felt, felt last night. It felt like a Jamaican restaurant in New York. You walked in, you're trying to order a president's thing. You got no good presidents left. It's everything, everything gone. All right. oh my goodness. <laughs> we got well, to order what they got left. That's all you got left. It's perfect timing because I do have a, um, I had a dinner schedule for tonight, but it's supposed to be raining here all day. So now I guess this is the first day we can actually eat indoors. They were waiting to find out for sure if it was going to happen. So yeah, good that happen. it is. All right. Get it off your chest. The it's the Breakfast break. Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Stay on your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. 
Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Nova Phoenix right here from New York. Um, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. That's what's up. Good morning, Angelique. Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning. Uh, Peace, um, Good morning. I'm upset with, with the presidential election last night. I didn't see the whole thing. Is it me? Mm-hmm. clips and what especially got me mad was that the president, this man that's in office, was not denouncing white supremacy. And that's a mm-hmm. serious thing for me. We're not talking about quarterly earnings. We're not talking about carbon gas emissions. We're not talking about where we're going to go for vacation. What we're talking about is life and death. And this is the rearing of the ugly head of white supremacy. And we got to stop it in its tracks. It's a locomotive train that's picking up speed. And the people, the people that is against racism, hashtag everyone against racism, has to stop it in its tracks. All I'm going to say is go to GCOM Radio on iHeartRadio and listen to what I'm saying. Because we have to get serious about this. This is about everyone changing into the new America or stepping into the new America. And this is the old America versus the new America. And I'm talking to everyone across the country. If you want this country to be better, if you want to stand by the words that you listen to online, by everyone that wants to see the humanity, it is our time now. And My I brother, I agree with you. I just, I just, I'm just really shocked that um, y'all, people are shocked that a white supremacist wouldn't condemn white supremacy. He's never condemned white supremacy. Like this same guy who got endorsed by the KKK and David Duke. Well, thank you for calling. He's, he's never condemned white supremacy, ever. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? My name is Mike, man. Mike, what's up? Get it off All your right. chest. What up, Mike? Hey, man, I'm calling. I'm calling. What's up, Charlemagne? I appreciate Peace, you King. for going to the gym out in Jersey, 24-hour fitness. You know, I like Did he call <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I ain't been up north for a minute. But anyway, well, don't blow him up. He might not want people to know where he work out at. It's closed hey, now. Man, he no, need, we ain't got to worry about that. People need then. to know. People need to know, <laughs> man. People need to know. But uh, anyway... What I'm talking about is why we got to start this early in the morning with the nonsense. You feel me? Talk to me. Everybody talk, everybody talk about Antifa, Trump, and, and, and Joe Biden and all that. Like, first off, we should be starting the morning like we used to back in the day. Nice, simple music. Nice, nice, <laughs> relaxing. Get people started for work, bro. Now you got people going to work talking about uh, 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 Trump and, and Biden arguing like two little, two little white kids. You know what I'm saying? Now, my thing is, if we're gonna focus on something and focus on change, let's stop calling each other black. Let's talk about the, the spells and the curses that's being passed. Let's be real with the stuff that's really happening. Not not this nonsense, bro. We're talking about the people that's supposed to represent the United States of America, right? And they sitting up there acting like clowns and everybody arguing over them acting like clowns. Y'all sitting up here laughing at it because it's funny. Y'all talking about, y'all comparing what they did. They supposed to be letting us know what they stand for and all that. And y'all talking about it as if it's a versus battle. And if you go on IG, they got all these memes and everything already set for this. This stuff is not a joke, yo. The United States is a poor representation of the world, man. We all look bad in this. And we sit here playing games, man. Playing games. And then we got people going into the industry, selling their souls just to pass this stuff on. Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? Y'all standing here. Yeah, man. We, we all know for? what you about, bro. <laughs> what's he about? What am I about? about G? I want to know. What's he know about? What about? Could, you, <laughs> could you tell me? Like like I'm saying, y'all all sign contracts, right? Contractual stuff. Y'all all got to do stuff. Y'all all got to say stuff according to your contract. Right? We have to say true. stuff according to right. our contract. You think our contract tells us what to say? So, 
You listen to That's things online right. too much, but continue. That sounds this ridiculous. Good. Most definitely. This is good. Other, otherwise, well, me, oh, it's ridiculous. Tell me, of course it's ridiculous. Well, listen, tell me, tell me something. Tell me, tell me something you want me to say right Tuesday. now. Right now. Tell me something Tuesday. you want me to say. Right now. Right now, mm-hmm. I want you to be real as possible, bro. I want you to tell everybody what it really is in the industry. Tell everybody what you're really doing in this. What are you talking I'm, I'm about? Sorry, my bad. My bad. I didn't mean. What is what he am doing? I, doing? I want to know what he's doing. I sit next to him every day. What is he doing? You did, are not. You're at home. Oh, you're right. But what is he doing? Like, we all know. We all know that y'all done did what y'all did to keep this stuff going, man. Y'all got to... <laughs> what are you talking about? What do we do? Yeah, we, we have... Good. What do we, we do? Have, is this a conspiracy we, theory? We have, we have worked hard, and we have given all glory to God. And we bust our ass every day, just like you do. Who is God? But who is God, though? Who is God, though? Charlamagne, y'all all, y'all all pass on the same note. The same narrative. Keep passing it on. Keep passing it on. What's the narrative? What's the narrative? What's happening right now? Black on black or or white versus black still. Like, that's just all nonsense. What are you talking about? You must not listen. You must not listen to The Breakfast Club, bro. You don't listen that Charlemagne talks about mental health and making sure that our own community is okay. You don't listen to me talk about investing in real estate and teaching. Oh, that's part of the plan? Mental health and real estate? part of the plan? Trump and Biden. Hey, Trump and Biden. Stop arguing. Hey, King, we love you, King. Okay. You stay up out no, there, don't brother. Don't call me King. Yeah, don't, don't call me King. Don't call me King, man. What, what, what are you going to call you? Okay, Queen. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. <laughs> All right, don't call me that. All right, Everybody Princess. Walking around calling hey, each other. hey, we love you, Princess. <laughs> princess, we love you. Charlamagne, look at you. What? You the main princess. We love you, Princess. Dollar, boy. We love you, Princess. Uh-huh, you're love- princess too, man. We I love, love you, princess. Right. All right, have a good morning, man. Going, this oh, does sound like last night's debate right now. It does, man. Lie. It does, man. Repent. <laughs> Repent before you <laughs> Yes, sir. You have a good morning, bro. <laughs> God bless you. Yes, sir. God bless you. All right. All right, we alive this morning, baby. Let's Woo. go. Stand down. Please stand Let's down. Go, baby. What he say about Charlamagne? You know what you do. Okay, I want to know what you do. What you did to get where you at right now? I want to know what you did. Dude, if I knew, <clears throat> I would pass the formula along. But every everybody, not me. All right. I'm special. All right. Well, that was interesting. We got rumors on the way? Uh, Yeah, let's switch gears for a second and do some fun things. Let's talk about the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards. We'll tell you who is the most nominated artist with 12 nominations. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, so it looks like both the Tennessee Titans and the Vikings are going to have to shut down in-person activities for the foreseeable future. That's all because the Tennessee Titans had three new player positives and five new personnel positives for COVID-19. And they did play the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. So now both teams have to suspend all in-person club activities, and that starts effective now. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard that because I'm like, damn, they've been playing for like three weeks now. and This is the first we've heard of a a, a team having... A small outbreak out of all of these teams that play in the NFL? I thought we'd have been heard that since week one, at least from somebody, right, a couple well, of the franchises. Well, they are going to continue to share updates as more information uh, becomes available. All right, now Kobe Bryant law has been signed by the California governor, and you know what that Kobe Bryant law is? It makes it a crime for first responders to take unauthorized pictures of a dead person at an accident scene. That's I can't believe that already? we had to make this... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't believe this is now a law. I would think that would be just 
Maybe it was just common sense before this. I don't know. I can't believe that people um, don't have the respect, the dignity, the integrity to not take pictures of dead bodies. That's wild. Yeah, that seems that seems crazy. It should be, it should be a law already. Like, I don't know, it's not a law. But just, maybe just maybe it never had to be a law because people maybe would not do something that crazy, but they had to make it a, a law now. It's a misdemeanor for a first responder to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Disney Parks. They're laying off 28,000 workers in California and in Florida. Uh, that's unfortunate. Two-thirds of the planned layoffs involve part-time workers, but they do range from salaried employees to non-union hourly workers. So they had already cut expenses. They were trying to avoid layoffs. They suspended projects. They modified operations, but it wasn't enough given limits on the number of people who are allowed into the park because of social distancing restrictions and other pandemic-related measures. So guests wear masks as they are required to attend the official reopening day uh, that was back in July. They reopened two Florida parks, the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, with limited capacity and safety protocols in place. So not sure when Disneyland will reopen, but everything's been shut down in California. So uh, that's because of the outbreak of uh, coronavirus there. Yeah, probably won't open back up to next year when the vaccine comes. But, I, you know, y- you feel bad for people. You know, people have their lives. You know, that's how they pay their rent, their car notes. That's how they eat and the fact that they can't work. But you got to understand Disney, too. Disney tried its hardest to make it work. But if they can't let people in, they can't pay the bills, you know? Yeah, I heard Goofy and Chip and Dale was in L.A. selling pills yesterday, man. So you know things getting rough when they turn to the trap. Shut up. All right, now the BET Hip Hop Awards, the 15th annual BET Hip Hop Awards. Let's talk about who has the most nominations. The baby is the top nominee. He has 12, followed by Roddy Rich, who has 11. Then Megan Thee Stallion and Drake, they are tied for third place. They have eight nominations each. Future has six. Little Baby has four. Beyonce, DJ Khaled, Travis Scott, and Mustard East got three. I see you're nominated again, DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. And that's for what? DJ of the year, of course. DJ of the year. Okay, who else in that category? Drama, uh, uh, D-Nice, Mustard, and Khaled. Dropping the clues bounce for D-Nice. He'll win that by a landslide this year. And Chase B. And Chase B, yeah. Chase B, shout out to Chase B. All right, I want to give you all a couple of categories just to see who you think will win. Best new hip-hop artist. Flo mm-hmm. Millie, Jack Harlow, Mulatto, NLE, Choppa, Pop Smoke, or Rod Wave? Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Yeah, I would say Pop Smoke is going to get that, too. Um, Hip-hop album of the year. This is interesting because the baby's going against himself in this category. Blame It On Baby and Kirk are both nominated. High Off Life, Little uh, Future, Little Baby, My Turn, Meg Thee Stallion, Sugar, and Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. You know, I love the 704 North Carolina Charlotte all day, but um, I would have to go with Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Yeah, Little Baby, I'm not in there. My, my Turn's not in that no category? Baby. Little Baby's in there. She said little baby. Yeah, I said, I oh, said, she said little baby. baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, little baby then. I'm going little baby. My turn. All right. And lastly, let's ask you about hip hop artists of the year. Who are you giving it to? The baby, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, or Roddy Rich? Hip hop artist of the year. I'm betting on a baby. The Just baby. Not sure which one. One of the one of the babies. I think one I, of the I, babies. Yeah. I think little baby. I'm betting on a baby. The baby, the baby had a great did. year, too, though. They both did. They both did. But yeah, so did Megan so Thee Stallion. She had a great year, too. Yeah, but not like the baby or little baby. Megan had a good year, though. But, the, I mean, I'm talking about great year. Eh, I don't know. The baby had two number one albums. I don't know. Little baby went two times platinum. I'm going with one of the babies. I just don't know which baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
Not right. What if Thank the person you, presenting the award says the winner is the babies? Plural. I don't think that's going to happen. You got too much time on your hand, man. Hey, What's wrong with you, man? Do both of them accept the award? They got a song together called Baby on Baby. Yeah. Yes, they Featuring do, but this is for Hip Hop Artist of the Year. And the awards are going to air on Tuesday, October 27th, just to FYI. So you have plenty of time, um, almost a month. All I right. think the babies, the babies should win, but it should be T-H-E, the babies. That's Ooh, Little Baby and the Baby. They should share the Best Hip Hop Artist of the Year award. My goodness. All right. All right. Well, well, speaking of babies. We got front page news coming up. We had two babies arguing <laughs> with each other last night. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk All about right, it when we come back. Right, yeah. All mm-hmm. right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, where are we starting, Yee? Where you want to start? Well, we're only talking about the debates in front page news this morning. So mm-hmm. uh, let's get right into it now. Another important moment was uh, Donald Trump, and he was talking about Joe Biden's son, and here's what happened. Hunter got no, thrown out nothing. of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. For it wasn't cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you None became of that vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, and various not other places. True. He My made son, a fortune. Like a lot of people, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it, and I'm proud of him. But why was he given tens son. of millions All right, of but dollars? But he wasn't given right. tens of millions of dollars. That is totally, that's been totally discredited. We've already been totally discredited. Um, people, y'all thought that was out of line? Uh, when your son disgraceful make- and said your son has a drug problem and your yeah, son was say, could- dishonorably discharged? Yeah, I mean, if that stuff is out there, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can put that on true. the record in a debate. Yeah, one is, we is, know it's is not, not true. Who's fact-checked that? Well, um, they actually did fact-check it, and I read all the fact-checking, and it says that uh, Trump and his allies have repeatedly made unfounded and false claims to allege that the former vice president and his son acted corruptly in Ukraine. And in addition to that... I was talking uh, about, like, the drugs uh, Biden, and Biden the... himself. Biden himself said he wasn't dishonorably discharged, and that's not true. And then right. Joe Biden did look at the camera and say, yes, he had a, 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 a drug addiction problem. problem, and he overcame that. And I'm proud mm-hmm. of him for that. And you know how many people can relate to something like that in their own family or with, the, with their own personal life, having to overcome an addiction? I think yeah, that's well, an honorable I, thing. I was confused by that shot. Like, you know, you, you're on there talking about presidency and how you're helping the nation, and you say, okay, well, your son had a drug problem. He was dishonorably discharged from... What does that have to do with how you're going to help the American people? Donald Donald Trump is the limbo champion. He waits for DJ Casper to say, how low can you go during the cha-cha slide? So you got to expect shots like that. You got to be able to return them, too. Mm. And then I think also let Joe Biden uh, finish speaking about his late son, Bo. He was interrupting him while he was talking about his son who passed away. He's like, I don't know Bo Biden. And he just kept, like, you can't let him finish talking about his son who died from brain cancer. He was like, what son you talking about? Bo, I don't know Bo. I don't want to talk about Bo. Well, I'm not talking. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is crazy. All right, now, coronavirus, the pandemic that is uh, tearing apart our economy and everything else, here is the plan for coronavirus, according to Donald Trump. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The president has no plan. 
He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. Yeah, that was that was a good moment. And he could have nailed Trump even harder when when Trump was talking about his rallies and saying that nobody's ever, you know, nothing has happened at his rallies. It's like your Herman Cain literally died after attending one of your rallies, one of your supporters, mm-hmm. big supporters. Mm-hmm. And I believe in Tulsa at one of the rallies, a, a, a whole bunch of people got coronavirus. So, yes. But, you know, and Joe Biden did say something I thought that was great last night because they were talking about the economy. Donald Trump was talking about wanting to open everything back up and saying how uh, Joe Biden would cripple the economy. And Joe Biden said, we cannot uh, fix this economy until we fix this pandemic. I can't remember exactly word for word what he said, but Mm -hmm. that's basically the gist of what he's saying. And that's true. They're not mutually exclusive. Those two things are interrelated right now. And so I think that's important uh, to note. Now, there was a lot of back and forth. It was kind of hard to listen to at times. Uh, here is some of the back and forth where actually Joe Biden lost a little bit of his cool last night. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, not first in your class. I, I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? He doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. you, you pick the ahead, wrong Joe. guy, oh, the wrong oh, night oh. at the wrong time. Listen, that was you agreed with Here's Bernie the deal. Sanders to the manifesto. The whole idea, let, let him, there go. is no manifesto, number Please one. Please let him speak, Mr. Number President. two. He just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. How, uh, folks, absolutely folks agreed do you have any idea what this clown's doing? Yeah, Biden threw an unnecessary shot at Bernie Sanders during that exchange, too. He was just like, I beat Bernie Sanders. I don't know what that had to do with anything. That's why Trump uh, (laughs) said to him, oh, you just lost the left. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I I didn't understand the whole... What he was trying to say is that Bernie Sanders' plan isn't his plan because he had a different plan. It wasn't the same thing, and that's what he kept trying to say. But he he said, I beat Bernie Sanders, which is true. You know what I mean? But it was just like an unnecessary shot, especially when a lot of those, you know, those progressives... Want to vote for Biden because they don't have no other option. You know what I mean? It's it's like that was an unnecessary shot. Took to Twitter last night and said, Donald Trump is the worst president we've ever had. Show us your tax returns at real Donald Trump. And speaking of tax returns, that, of course, was another issue last night early on. And here's Donald Trump saying that he did pay taxes and, in fact, paid millions. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017. Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions of dollars. So yes. not 700 Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. But let me Shalom. just tell you, Chris, let me just tell you something, that it was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. That's right. That's the moment where Joe Biden should have just put, gave him a nice, well-placed, he's full of, right there in that moment. That would have been tagged next to the tax return, uh, the, the only paying seven fifty in tax returns in the headlines. Mm. All right. Joe Biden also said on Twitter, Donald Trump isn't a law and order president. He's a president who breaks the law and creates disorder. Under this president, we become weaker, sicker, poorer, more divided and more violent. You heard a lot come out of President Trump's mouth. Can you name one thing he said to actually make your life better? And then he said this. This is Donald Trump's America and posted the Proud Boys are. uh, And this is a post from someone else. The Proud Boys are ecstatic tonight about getting mentioned in the debate. Trump basically said to go F them up. This makes me so happy, writes one prominent Proud Boy and posted a bunch of different comments from the quote Proud Boys, the white supremacists. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not shocked that a white supremacist is not condemning white supremacy. I wonder if, uh, you know, in regard to Joe Biden not, I guess, showing support of the police, I wonder how how, how, that, how that's going to impact him. Because you could tell he didn't want to offend black people, but he, he didn't want to offend police as well. So he kind of said nothing. So it looked kind of strange. I wonder how that, how that will impact him, mm. ultimately. I wonder. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk to some people out there. 800 Real quick, mm-hmm. Hunter, Hunter Biden was, uh, he was dis- discharged from the military. It was an administrative discharge after he failed a drug test. Was it dishonorably discharged? It wasn't dishonorable, though. Well, they yeah, said, he they said, said it wasn't they, dishonorably they, discharged. They said an administrative discharge can cover several types of military discharges from honorable to general to other than honorable conditions, but you don't, we don't know what it is. That's, well, that's I'm just telling you what Joe Biden is. said that's not true. He wasn't just, um, that's what he said. What they, they, well, they all lie, you, both of them. All okay. right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Did you see the debate last night? What did you think? Thoughts, honest thoughts. Doesn't matter what you thought. If you thought it was two, three-year-old kids arguing, whatever you thought. If you thought there was a winner last I night. I think we need more options. Lines. Let's talk about it. It's too late. There's no more options at this point. Ain't no more oxtail, ain't no more jerk chicken. No more jerk chicken, no more, nah. All they gonna got get is, what we is got. stew chicken and okay. white rice, that's it. Veggie and patties. And I searched for the dishonorable discharge, and so according to multiple reports, they said he did test positive for drug use, but that is not sufficient to receive a dishonorable discharge. So it wasn't dishonorable. I, I just, he just said administrative discharge, that's what they said. I don't know. Right. Uh, all right, all right, Trump and Biden. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, last night was uh, the first debate, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. And we're just asking 800-585-1051, what were your thoughts? We'll start with you, Yee. What did you think? Um, I thought that it was definitely a hot mess, or as they said, an ish show. But I will say that Donald Trump was just irritating for me to listen to. He talks over people. He doesn't follow the format of what it was supposed to be, two minutes each side. And I do feel like Joe Biden made some good points. I feel like Joe Biden could have went a lot harder and came out a lot stronger. But I think he was just trying to be classier, maybe a little too classy. But I understand not trying to get dragged down into the dirt and the mud with Donald Trump. And I think I was uh, even more energized to make sure we get him out of office. Yeah, I didn't um, I, I, I didn't necessarily love the debate. I don't think they told me what they're going to do to fix the country or what they're going to do to help my people. It just seemed like they were two old men arguing with each other, just throwing shots at each other all night long. I didn't like it. Like you said, Donald Trump does not play by the rules. He makes his own rules. Two minutes, pfft, I must do whatever I want to do. Or I ain't got to talk over you, pfft, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I just didn't like that. I didn't respect it. I think for now on, they have to have the option where the moderator has to turn off the mic. So that way you can't even hear the other person talking. Mic off. Get, give Joe Biden his two minutes and turn the mic back on because it's, it's getting to a point where you, you, you don't necessarily know what they're talking about. There was one point where Donald Trump was just talking all over Joe Biden and Joe Biden was calling him a clown and it just didn't make sense. It just seemed like if you ever have two kids and they argue and you really don't know what they're arguing about and they're just saying, oh, well, that's what Logan and Jackson and Logan and Jackson and Brooklyn. That's what it seemed like last night. It seemed like my house at about 7 o'clock at night when I'm trying to get the kids to sleep. That's exactly what it sounded like. Charlamagne? Yeah, um, well, first of all, I... Trump and Joe Biden had to be wearing diapers last night. 
because they went for an hour and a half straight and nobody <laughs> took a pee break. I took at least I took at least two. Um, but, you know, I just walked away saying to myself, man, America is in trouble. And I don't know how we got here. Like, I just feel like America needs more options. I, I as a black person, cannot in good conscience be a Republican or a Democrat. Uh, I'm voting on November 3rd, but I'm voting my interests, not for individuals. And last night, I wasn't impressed by either one of them, but I knew that already. I knew I wasn't impressed by either one of them already. And I, I also, you know, will not get personally invested in either one of those old white men to where I argue with my own people about them. And I truly, honestly don't think that we need any more debates. Like, the debates are pointless because Trump is not there to debate, but these networks are going to keep airing these debates because of ratings. And there was nothing I saw last night that surprised me. Joe Biden was who he was. Donald Trump was who he was. The fact that people are saying Trump stooped to a new low is mind-boggling to me. <laughs> like he's been the limbo champ since he's been in the White House. He can't wait for DJ Casper to say, how low can you go? Oh, so, goodness. I don't know why All people right. were surprised that he didn't condemn white supremacy. He's a white supremacist. He's, he's We've known this since forever. Like, I, I don't know what Trump y'all been watching the past four years. So, yeah, I just was disappointed last night and, and, and embarrassed. All right. I think we were all embarrassed. Let's American. go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Jordan from New York. Hey, Jordan from New York. What Jordan from New York. Long Island. Okay, Long Island. All right, let's talk about it. What did you think? So, I, honestly, I think if I had to give a winner, it would be Trump simply because he got Biden to do exactly what he wanted him to do. Every time he would try and talk, he would over-talk him, distract him from what it was, and then instead of Biden finishing his thought, he would always try and address the comment that Trump just made, distracting him from making the point. And nobody's looking at the fact that when the moderator asked Trump, will you condemn white supremacy right here, right now? And he said, yeah, I would do it. Both Biden and the moderator saying, so do it, so do it. And Trump never did. He said, well, well what's the name? What, what do you want me to say? Like, he knew what he wanted him to say, but he still never wanted to condemn white supremacy up front. When Biden was asked about law enforcement, he said that there are good cops out there and there are bad ones. And the bad ones are the ones that need to be brought to justice, which is true. We can't address the fact that Trump has repeatedly over and over again refused to condemn these white supremacist groups that continue to use his divisiveness and hatred to, mm -hmm. to fuel their motives. And he continues to just sidetrack Biden on addressing the issues. Like, we know he's going to say what he's going to say. Stop addressing his foolishness and just address what needs to be addressed. Why do you have to give that comment? Like Charlemagne said, like, you didn't have to throw the, the jab at at uh, Bernie. Bernie. You didn't have to address what he's saying. Finish your thought. Stop letting mm -hmm. him get you sidetracked. And he did that all night. So Biden So you don't think that Donald Trump, Trump had to make any valid points or answer questions. You think he won because, simply because he distracted Joe Biden. Not... Right. But he didn't have to make any points. never on the actual fact. It was on them going back and forth. I've right. never mm -hmm. seen such... It's, it's like, it's elementary. Like, these are like two kids in kindergarten going back and forth. What are we really discussing? Family, shot, what you did, what... Like, what are you going to do? What's going to be different? And right. the real questions were never answered. And Trump got his way. He was never forced to answer the real questions. He didn't even respect the moderator. Him and the moderator yes, argued back and forth. The moderator had to stop and say, listen, your party, your team agreed to this. Why can't you follow what your team agreed to? Yeah, I think they just need that. They had to cut the mic off. Like, you got to have just cut his mic off so I he agree. can't talk and let Biden, you know, get his, get his thoughts across. But thank you, brother. 800-585-1051. Did you see the debate last night? What were your thoughts? Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're talking about the debates last night. Did you see them? What were your thoughts? Let's talk about it. Hello, who's this? Hello, hi. Is this Vanessa? Hey, Vanessa, good morning. What, what were your thoughts last night on the debate? Um, good morning, everyone. Um, good morning. Well, as usual, it was a hot mess. Um, mm-hmm. But my comment truly is um, towards Charlemagne, and I hope you don't take this too personally. Um, Never. I know in the past you've mentioned that you don't like Biden, and I get it. That is your personal choice. But I think in these times that we're in right now, um, he's all we got in the chance of making a change in this United States. Um, and I mm-hmm. think every time he's made a comment or anything he's made, you've seen a negative as opposed to a positive in it. And it only fuel, I feel like it only fuels Trump's supporters to try to say how much Biden is not a uh, good president uh, you know, for us right now. And I don't think right now is the time for us to put Biden down. It's, it's the time for us to uplift him and to just, um, you know, showcase how much Trump is not ideally the best president for us um, because it's it's not helping the situation. Um, I feel like every time um, Biden made a comment, it was like, well, he should have said this. Um, But we didn't look at the bigger picture here as as much as Trump never really answered any question. He just went around it, made his facial expressions, and used different things that are going on that he so claimed that he did. Um, me right. as a nurse, you know, right now, you know, during the COVID process, having co- um, co-workers who passed away from COVID, not feeling like I had a support from the president, you know, was hard on us. And it was just like, that was the time that we needed that support from someone to show, to, you know, to let us know that we're out here risking our lives for people we don't know. And but yet he knew about this pandemic possibly coming, but did nothing about it and just constantly mm-hmm. bypassed the number amount of people who passed away, even healthcare workers or, you know, people. And then just said, well, it, it is what it is. Right. Um, so, right. I, I mean, I, re- I, re- I, re- again. I respect it. I respect your opinion and I hear you. But I have to tell you, I will never be a soft shoe ass Negro that goes along just to get along. I can critique Biden and still vote for him. I think that's what democracy is. Democracy is, even if we think, we know none of these candidates are perfect, but even after we vote Biden in, I'm going to still be on his ass to get some things done for us. Well, thank you for calling, Mama. I would agree that I do think that Joe Biden did make some good points last night, though, and I think that's how you win a debate. And some people will say Donald Trump won just because he was a distraction, but he really didn't answer anything. So that's why I gave it to Joe Biden last night. Yeah, I mean, I get the Biden, too. I just don't feel like they should debate anymore. I mean, because they're really getting nothing across, and there's no point to it. Usually you debate to tell what you're going to do for the country and how you're going to help and how you're going to make this world better, right? That's that's what the debates are supposed to be I think be he about. was trying, but, to, he was trying he was, to do that. He was, he right, was. that's what... But Biden didn't win because he was good. Biden won because Trump was terrible. And as a black person, in a 90-minute debate, we got about 100 seconds. With all the issues that black people have been dealing with this year, from the way that we've been disproportionately impacted by coronavirus to the unemployment rate and black people being furloughed and fired probably the most to police brutality, all we get is 90 seconds in a 90-minute in a debate. 
and, and they I had two it, minutes apiece to talk about us? Well, let's, let's, we got people on the line. I think let's that's up to the moderator also oh, in the questions. How? Oh. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Valerie. Good morning. Hey, Valerie. Good, good morning. morning. What did you think of the debate last night? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Donald Trump did exactly what we expected him to do. If you didn't expect him to do that, clearly you haven't been watching this man for the last week. I week. agree. But I was a little disappointed with Biden simply mm-hmm. because I expected just a little bit more from him as far as telling us what he's going to do. Um, he was on the defensive a lot, and I get it. You know, that's what Donald Trump does. He's slinging mud. He's throwing rocks. But I needed to hear a little bit more of his plan um, instead of what he's what Donald Trump has done. And, I mean, I like the thing about the social test return. I love that. And I probably would have told him to shut the hell up when he said something about my kid. But hmm. other than that, it was right. That, that was something I've never seen before in my life. That's right. crazy. I've never seen anybody presidential or even mm-hmm. the opponent just act like children. I said, I and said Joe Biden could have said so much about Donald Trump's family oh if he had God. went there. He could have said, so. Donald Trump has his whole damn family in the White House. So I don't know. He has his own right. niece writing books about what a terrible person he is. You want to talk about I family? I, mm-hmm. I don't think I could have held myself if he'd have said anything about my kid like that. And he's already lost one son. But, you know, this man has right. no morals. None. So, None. None, none, none. Uh, All right. Limbo champ. Thank you, mama. All right. Is there a moral? Moral (laughs) Not in that debate. (laughs) The Jamaican restaurant is out of options. Ain't no more oxtail. Ain't no more jerk chicken. Okay. We got brown stew, some rice. Ain't no more beef patties. Ain't no more chicken patties. We got veggie patties. What do you want? Give me a bun and cheese or some. I'm going with the guy who will denounce white supremacy (laughs) and who I feel like is uh, somebody who will actually listen and try to do something as far as what our problems are in our community. Can I get a champagne cola? Y'all got a champagne cola? In in this election, we're going to have to go with the old white man that tolerates us because none of them celebrate us and one of them hates us. (laughs) So go with the white man that tolerates you. Do y'all want to see that debate? That that right there yes. is going to that right there is going to make people see what presidential looks like. Cause Senator Harris, I think Kamala will do a great but, job. Yes, absolutely. But I'm gonna tell you something. Senator Harris has to stop going along to get along as well. If this is gonna be her party for the next 12 years, she needs to start acting like it now. Ain't no more play in the back. It's time for her to, to to really step up and give us some confidence, some real confidence to go to the polls in November. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, and since we're doing debates this morning, Nene Leakes versus Wendy Williams, round right. 10. Now, that's okay. a heavyweight battle. That's that? a front court. We've been waiting to see them post each other up for years. My goodness. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Nene has posted a new video on her YouTube channel, and in it, she's talking about her fallout with Wendy Williams. She also addresses Andy Cohen. Now, here is audio from before, previously, of Wendy uh, talking about Nene leaving Real Housewives Atlanta with Andy Cohen. I believe that this is not a truth. Uh, Nene has quit the show several times, and you'll have her back. And Nene likes attention. Uh, I don't know what Nene's going to be doing for money. I'm not trying to count coins. But, you know, the Housewives is 
that one thing that all the girls use to promote their other stuff. And what are they going to do? Is it going to be like Greg and Nene? You're going to give them another reality show? That's boring. Now, first, Nene tells Andy Cohen to just keep my name out your mouth. Listen to this. So since I have been forced out of the franchise, then leave my name alone. Let me sit over here and heal in peace. If you don't have anything positive to say about me working for your network after 13 years, stop bringing up my name on your show to help your ratings. You didn't want me here. You've been forcing me out for the past four years. Then Nene talks about Wendy and she really goes in. Wendy, spend more of your time trying to figure out how you can drain your enormously large legs and feet, okay? opposed to worrying about my family and what we are doing. You need to find the nearest water pill, okay? And Andy, remember, no one knew you until you knew me. I think Wendy's sick, though. Something that, I think that's why her feet swollen. It's a condition. Yeah, she I don't know condition what condition it is. Swollen, but it, yeah, because yeah, she can't wear high heels anymore, they say. She got to wear Jordans or sneakers or something like that. But Uggs. yeah, she has a condition. You said Uggs. Uggs. Uh, no, for real. She got to wear, like, Uggs and custom shoes. Yeah, I know she has some Jordans on or something. All right. Yeah, well, that answers geez. that. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, they were friends for a little while, but I guess certain people you just can't be friends with, right? Wendy Williams is friends to nobody. Remember when Nene was on the show and I told her that? Trust me, I know. I worked with Wendy for three years. She just That's just who she is. She's friends with nobody. Mm. All right. Now, Mariah Carey, her book... Uh, I, we got to read this book, by the way, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. So uh, one of the things that she talks about in her book is basically the impact that having children had on her marriage with Nick Cannon. She said, along with double the joy came double the responsibility. It was a lot of work and a lot of having to be home and available, making the necessary adjustments to being working parents and entertainment took its toll on our relationship. And the end of our marriage came fast as it began. Even though we had prenups in place, the divorce took two years to become final and cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. She said, honestly, I think Nick and I could have worked it out between the two of us. But egos and emotions got inflamed, which can translate into many billable lawyer hours. And ultimately, it did. It was tough. We both wanted to make sure everything was cool for our family. We will always be family and we make it work. We still have fun, reminisce and joke. And we are both certain that rock and roll are indeed our light. Every day they give us new life. That's beautiful. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the best part of any relationship, right? When, when you get that, that, that understanding mm-hmm. in the form of right. children. Well, she was saying the children is what made it tough. And that's kind of what ended their relationship, but now they're in a, a space where they're making it work. So yeah, the kids, are, the so, kids will always be the best part, though. Even even if things don't mm-hmm. work out between y'all two, raising right. those, those those children. Those kids are the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, I All mean, right, that's now, that's the that's the one thing I'm gonna miss. We're going back to the studio. Like I enjoy cooking for my kids every morning and saying goodbye to them when they go to school. That's that's one thing I'm gonna miss. Just cook dinner right, when now, you come home. It's not the same. Speaking of marriages, Dr. Dre and his estranged wife, Nicole Young, Dr. Dre is responding to her $2 million a month request and temporary spousal support. Now, according to TMZ, he said in court documents that he's been paying her bills for all of her necessities and that her legal team has brought in more money from their divorce than a majority of L.A. residents make in an annual salary. 
He said that Nicole Young, his estranged wife, is still living in the Malibu home. That, that home is worth at least $20 million. He said his security team provides her with meals from private chefs between three and five times a week. And that his business partner covers her Amex Centurion Black Card, which can be anywhere from $150,000 to $350,000 a month. And so he said this all seems like the wrath of an angry person being exacerbated by opportunistic lawyers. Yeah, that's the, the the bad thing about divorce, right? Which I hate. When people get a divorce, you you spend so much time in court and paying all these lawyers. Like that money could be going to your kids. That money could be going to both of you guys. There has to be a, a, a easier way than to give all these lawyers all this money because the lawyers are, are mm-hmm. what's really racking up. And Dr. Right. Dre gonna yeah. end up paying. Dr. Dre gonna end up paying his wife's legal fees. Yeah. Well, the but lawyers that's, that's, have requested five million dollars in attorney. Her lawyers requested five million dollars in attorney fees, and Dr. Dre. That's <gasps> why he said. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. I give it to your wife. That's only now, two Dr. months Dre, and a half of payments to my Dr. wife. Dr. Dre said he tried to settle the legal fees by promising to pay her lawyers an extra three hundred and fifty thousand through the rest of twenty twenty until he discovered that she allegedly took four hundred thousand from his record company's business account. But he is still willing to pay her fees. There's nobody in between that we could talk and sit down and have a conversation, so we don't got to pay these lawyer fees a five million dollars. A mediator. The, you know, our daughter, like somebody sitting between us. Let's just do this the right way. So, because right now they're just throwing money away. They're just giving this money to the mm-hmm. lawyer, and, maybe, and lawyer's gonna keep racking do, up. Maybe they should do guilty conscience part two. Doctor Dre and his wife just going back and forth discussing uh, all of the issues that they have amongst each other. Because there's no way I'm giving five million dollars to the lawyers, then I got to turn around and give you two million dollars a month. Yes. Lord have mercy. Imagine if you're the kid. If you're the kid, you're like, that's my money. Like, that's money supposed to be left to me. And we just give it to this that, lawyer that we don't know that's just that going to keep prolonging situation to get more money. That is. All right, well, away that, kid legacies. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. $5 million on lawyer fees. You guys right are really now? devastated this morning. Goodness <laughs> gracious. That's a robbery without a gun. Stick it up. Damn. All right. Charlamagne. Yes. All right. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, we need our celebrity in chief, Donald J. Trump, to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. I just got a whole bunch of thoughts about the debate. I'm just I'm just going to crack the door and let God in see what happens. All right. And also, Ask Yee is uh, coming up. So if you got a, a question for Yee, you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Yee right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The Travis Scott meal just dropped at McDonald's, featuring the juicy quarter pounder burger with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, and bacon, all with medium fries and a drink for just six bucks. Don't forget the barbecue sauce. Price and participations may vary. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! Trump, please step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a dick. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. He's a jackass. Yes, donkey of the day for Wednesday, September 30th, goes to the white supremacist in chief, Donald J. Trump. Now, let the record show uh, I'm giving... Donald Trump the credit he deserves for being stupid simply because it is a teachable moment and it reinforces something I've been telling y'all for some months now to do. And what I've been telling y'all is that even though this country treats black people like secondhand citizens, the Second Amendment 
that constitution that the current president constantly wipes his ass with, well, that document has a Second Amendment, and that Second Amendment gives you the right to keep and bear arms if you are not a legal gun owner, if you do not have a gun purchasing permit to go get one, if you do not have a firearms license to carry a concealed weapon or to possess on your premises, then I have to say to you, it's possible you don't love yourself. Okay, I have gotten on this goddamn radio over the past few months and told y'all that when you are black in America, a minority in America, owning a legal firearm is a form of self care. Okay? I should have said devil damn, not goddamn, but if you don't believe me, then you weren't watching last night as Dana Bash from CNN so eloquently put it, that show of a presidential debate. America, we really need to ask ourselves how we got here. Okay, I'm not saying President Barack Obama was perfect, but in, in my lifetime so far, he's been the bar of what a leader of the free world should be. And after him, I thought the 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 Politics would have gotten blacker and browner and younger, more diverse when it comes to to gender, and not just with the Democrats, with the Republicans, too. I just thought it would be more politicians who look and sound like actual Americans. But nope. For whatever reason, America is being ran like a Jamaican restaurant, and it seems like we are out of everything. Okay, we are out of options. And if we want something from here, we have to order what they got because we are stuck on November 3rd, voting for two sides of the same old white coin. Okay, I'm serious. I watched that debate last night, and I said, how can any black person in good conscience be a member of either one of these parties? Okay, when I tell you we are an afterthought in their plans, when I tell you they are not thinking about us, when I tell you it's like watching two people argue over who hates Negroes the least, I mean, one clearly hates us. The other clearly tolerates us, but neither one of them celebrate us with everything that has historically happened to black people in this country. Okay, but we don't even have to run down the last however many hundreds of years. Let's just talk about this year, 2020. Let's talk about the millions of workers laid off or furloughed during the coronavirus. Okay, black workers are likelier to be affected than white workers. Uh, All the underlying health conditions that black people disproportionately suffer suffer from that contribute to the higher rates of illness and death from coronavirus, the peaceful protests that are happening in the streets right now because folks are tired of watching police and white supremacists kill unarmed black and brown people. All of these things impacting black people this year. And last night in the debate, out of 90 minutes, they discussed black people for about 103 seconds. And they both had two minutes apiece to discuss race. Let's listen. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. It was a radical revolution that was taking place in our military, in our schools, all over the place. And you know it, and so does everybody else. And he would know. What is radical about racial sensitivity training, If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. They were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place, it's a racist place, and they were teaching people to hate our country. Do you believe 
that there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country? Yes, there is. There's systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in, in law enforcement, and in the, in the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. But there are some bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as President of the United States is call together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. So we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. When, and by the way, violence in response is never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. 103 seconds combined. That's it. That's all we get. I saw a tweet this morning from the Haters Ball Show, and he summed it up last night. Uh, he said, last night, Joe Biden said, you don't like the blacks, and Trump was like, neither do you. And I laughed because the reality is neither one of them is thinking about us. But black people, y'all better start thinking about yourselves and your families because the reason we are all gathered here today is to simply tell y'all to go out and purchase some guns and learn how to use them. Because as the New Yorker magazine said uh, in an article on September 1st, Donald Trump's incitements to violence have crossed an alarming threshold. And last night, Donald Trump once again called for his supporters to be violent. Let's listen. I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacist and right like me to condemn? White Proud supremacists and right Proud Proud boys, boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his FBI director said. I'm not surprised that a white supremacist didn't condemn white supremacy. He's never condemned it. I'm not surprised that he told the Proud Boys to stand by. He's been telling his supporters to punch people. He's been celebrating his supporters confronting BLM demonstrators in Portland. He has been supportive of guys like Kyle Rittenhouse and said what Kyle Rittenhouse did in Wisconsin was self-defense. But I'm here to tell you all is that America is in trouble. Okay, regardless of who wins or loses, the other side of America has forever been exposed on both sides. White supremacists know how we feel. We know how white supremacists feel. There are no more rose-colored glasses to put on and ignore what's happening in this country. So I'm here to tell you today, while those white supremacist groups are standing by, you better take your black ass to the gun store and stand in line to buy a gun, okay? Oh, let me guess. When they go low, you go high. This has nothing to do with violence begetting violence and everything to do with the leader of the free world declaring war on American citizens and using other, other American citizens to do his dirty work. If those white supremacist groups are dumb enough to listen to him, then you better be smart enough to listen to your conscience. And I know your conscience is telling you, Praise is what you do. That's right. Give all glory to God. I submit my will to God every day. But when praise is what you do, you better be ready to knuck and buck too. Okay? You better be ready to knuck, buck, and be ready to fight because it is about to go down. Please let Kathy Griffin give that white supremacist Donald J. Trump the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Now, I also, I told you all that in good conscience as a black person, uh, I can't be a Democrat or Republican, but I will also exercise my right to vote. 
okay? Even though I know none of those parties are for us. So what I will encourage everybody to do for the next 30 days, really pay attention to what these people are presenting and vote for your interests. If you're waiting to fall in love with either one of these individuals, it will not happen. So in November, vote for your interests, not individuals. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, yeah, um, I own a business. <clears throat> I got a little business down here in South Florida, and uh, I'm kind of struggling a little bit, and some friends of mine want to, you know, invest in it. You know, they have it. One of them has a business also, but they have a lot of money, and they're willing to put some money behind me. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to see if it's a good, good thing. Uh, I really don't know, you know, what's the next move I should take, you know what I'm saying? All right, so there's different types of investments. You're saying these are your friends. They want to help you with your company, but you're nervous to take money from your friends because you don't want to mix those things together? That, too, but, in a, like, this is all I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I moved here a few years ago. Like, my baby mom and her got into it. We separated. So this is all I have, you know, and I'm just kind of nervous on you know, I need the help. You know, I need some help. I'm, I'm stuck to where I can't grow because I know I need, like, you know, just the financial support, you know. I mean, I'm leaning more towards doing it, but I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> so if you need financial help, why wouldn't you want your friends to help you? I just, just like, my, like I said, my whole thing is just, you know, I'm giving up a lot of the business instead of making 100% of the profits. And making, you know, what percentage of your business are you giving up? Well, we're splitting it. Basically, everybody will own a third of it. But everyone will do, okay, can, you know... Um, can, you not, can you not negotiate that down? I mean, I somewhat did because I still would do, you know, make money off repairs. And, you know, I'm still working to uh, get, be a licensed contractor. So, you know, I still have that option, too, to grow you know, further into it. You know? I think you should be a majority owner of your business and let them know how important that is to you. Right, and someone else said that to me also, and we talked about that. But in the same sense, I'm still somewhat majority because I'm, you know, getting making the money off repairs. Plus, I still get, you know, I get 100% of the hourly rate for repairs that I do, and, and you know, I will split the profit off the equipment, you know, three ways. So I'll still make money off that also. Right, but your concern is you don't want to give up a third, a third, a third. You don't want to give up two thirds of your business. Right, and I feel like, you know, they will have, you know, if they both conspire together, they will have majority over me. You, know, you need to be majority owner in your business, but there's also different ways to structure things when it comes to uh, voting and who has rights, and sometimes people could be invested in your business, but that doesn't mean that they make decisions on your business, and I do feel like you guys need to get together and, and get a lawyer to come up with an operating agreement. And within that operating agreement, you guys would decide who has the authority to do what and decide your percentages. Because remember, just because they came to right. you with this doesn't mean that's what you have to do. Right. And that's what it was kind of bothering. That's like, I, I don't know. You know, I've never, it's my own business I've ever owned. I've never sold a business, never bought a business. So 
Mm-hmm. I just don't know how This is something that I just had to go through for two of my companies. We had to uh, get an attorney. We had to do an operating agreement. They was negotiating back and forth over how much percentage each person would get, what voting rights people would have. We had percentage sent aside in case we had to get an investor. You can also get investors who don't even own part of your company, but you pay them back with interest. So there's a lot of different ways that you can set this up. But I would highly recommend that you speak with an attorney before you give up anything. And then you can structure that deal however you decide. And you said it's called an operating agreement? Mm-hmm. You need to call an that, attorney, brother. Okay. Call an attorney. Yes, it's right an way. OA, an operating agreement. And then you all, all sign that document, and that's what you have to stick to, and that's how you protect yourself and you protect your business. Right, because I wanted, that's what I thought about, too, you know, calling an attorney. I know you guys got to be quick, call an attorney, but... I don't want them to feel like, you know, I, I want to protect myself because just like I said, it's business. I have. they have other things, right? They have other things that they make money off of. This is all I have, and, you know. And they can have an attorney look at their, they can have their attorney look at the contracts and negotiate as well. But you have to protect yourself. This is your business. A contract that you're going to do with them is going to stand up permanently. So that's why you need to make sure that's right. right. It's not just a handshake deal where y'all come together and decide something. This is official business. Right. And there might be all kinds of options and how you can structure this that you didn't even think about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yes, sir. Sometimes right. you got to pay that money to get that expert in, but this is your passion. Yeah, for sure. And I've been dealing with it for a long time, building. I've been going like seven years now, but I'm just like at a crossroads where I just can't. You know, I need help. I need money. You know, I can't keep paying out of pocket, you know, point blank. Right. And there's nothing wrong with getting investors. FYI, nothing wrong with that. And some investors don't even want a percentage, but I just feel that you have to figure out what it is. But I do think you should be majority owner in your business. All right, cool. I agree. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Cheddar. What's going on, Envy? Cheddar, what's up, man? What's your question for Yee? Man, my question for Yee, man, is what do you do when you have a living uh, relationship and uh, it's like you're making reservations to get you some sex? You know what I'm saying? So you're saying you need more sex? Huh? You're saying you need to have sex more frequently? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sad. I mean, you know, if you know, like if you've been with her uh, in a relationship for a couple of years, and here it is, you know okay. what I'm saying? When it's when it's sex time, you know what I'm saying? It's always uh, aggravation. You know what I'm saying? So she and doesn't like, feel like yeah. having sex as frequently as you feel like having sex, and you have to kind of uh, convince like her. After the it's like you make the reservations now for sex. Okay, okay. So it's stressful. How many kids do you guys have? Two. How old are they? Five and 12. Okay. So maybe it's just a lot of her, because especially now during this pandemic, uh, people are kind of frustrated at home. Kids are virtually learning. They're trying to hold it down. That's when you're supposed to be a jackrabbit in this pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you can't can't expect people to behave the same. Hey, I saw the man. We come from where my people come from, Plantersville, South Carolina. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And when this pandemic's like this, it's like no cable. Do what you got to do. Well, that's yeah, but not necessarily sex is, true. Yeah, sex uh-huh. is also an emotional thing. I don't think that people just want to have sex just for the sake of having sex. Maybe there's certain things you need to do because she might have a lot of things on her mind and a lot of stresses right now. 
and that's that's true. That's true, but you got to understand, when you're in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? This is how people run stray in relationships. Because when it's that so, time, go ahead, That's listen. terrible. You don't you don't make an excuse to cheat just because the person's not giving you as much sex as you want. You have to figure out what adjustments need to be made and work with that person. Oh no, not saying not saying me for the cheat. You know what my adjustment mm-hmm. is? I make my adjustment. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay, so you've been masturbating. He, yeah, and he tries to uh, he yeah. tries to give himself fellatio. <laughs> Yo, Tyler, baby, here you go. I'm gonna have to call Dre on you, man. <laughs> what? what is going on? Who are you having Who sex this with? This man Sean? from Who South Carolina that he's about to call on you. Explain. Break this down a little more, brother. You said Dre? Nah, 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 nah. That's my cousin. Charlemagne is a good oh. friend of my cousin. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's from Plantersville as well as, you know, my cousin Renzo and <laughs> him from Choppy High. And uh and V like you, you know, you gave my people a shout out for twenty one dick in the street joint, you know what I'm saying? Ty Henny and Do you, you know excuse me, sir, do you want advice about your relationship <laughs> or do you want to get some shout outs? <laughs> That's what your problem yeah, I mean, is right there. I'm saying I'm talking about relationship in general. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you not it sounds like you're not focused. Like what are you doing for her mentally? Because it starts oh, there. Listen. I mean, my relationship wise is, is secure. I'm just saying. When you run across them situations, what do you do? What I'm do you do? You, since you're a woman, I, I think you. you know, I think this is what I think because there's time. There, yes, we do go through things, right? And there's a lot of hormones at work. There's a lot of things that affect us in our everyday daily life that might carry over into the bedroom. It could be issues in the relationship that make me not feel attracted to you. There's a lot of different things that could be at play. But what you have to do is communicate to figure out what those things are. True. Sure, I'm 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 a rock with that one. I'm pretty sure you know, if the tables was a turn, I don't think it'd be that easy. Okay, all right. Well, just communicate <laughs> with your woman. I could tell you all over the place, man, and try to do some special things for her. You know, if you want to, sometimes guys just try to jump into it and not do foreplay. Mentally, get me ready before you try to physically get into it. Sometimes you got to do that, especially if it seems like an ongoing issue. Solve the problem. Look, look, but but let me tell you something. See, I have a type of woman that you know, if you touch her ass. Excuse the French. If you touch the behind, then you done violated. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, you touch the behind, uh, that's not your girl, yeah. bro. <laughs> and, you, know, you know, you know, you know. When you rub your girl, you know, you should be able to come and rub your girl. When you give a hug, grab her. You, you should be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? She don't like you. No, she don't like you. Yeah, she yeah, don't yeah, like I was you, bro. Say, it sounds <laughs> yeah, like she might be girl, irritated bro. by you. I think it's, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, not like, like, like y'all got some other it's issues that if she's repulsed by you right now. Just, no, no, well, you know no, what, no. sir? I'm going to say this. It's you don't know what type of things have happened to her in her past <laughs> that may make her react that way. And like I said, I that's why it's that. really important for you to communicate. It could be some type of trauma that she's had, that she doesn't like certain things. And usually that's because something happened. And, and so maybe that that's something. That, it's good that you mentioned mm-hmm. that, you because I do take that in consideration. I sit and I do say to myself at them times, I do say, well, you know what? Maybe it's something in her past that even though if I do know about a little bit of her past, at least I take that in consideration like, okay, that what happened right now, what I'm doing might just, you know what I'm saying, like like probably edged her off or whatever. But like mm-hmm. you said, the past do play a part in the relationship and sexual relationship and whole not. So. All right. Well, it sounds like y'all need to date each other again. And I think she would appreciate you making the effort to do that and learn more about her. Well, good luck, bro. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now, we got our rooms on the way, Yee? 
Yes, and let's give you an update on Chrissy Teigen. She has been hospitalized, as we told you, and she is now telling us what's going on next. So I appreciate that she's being open and detailing her whole pregnancy experience for other women who might be going through it. This is a valuable listen. All right, keep a lock. Rumors next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. All right. Well, Ryan Dorsey, who, as you know, was married to Naya Rivera. They have a child together. He is now responding to reports. People are saying that he's dating Naya Rivera's sister. They're living together, but they're living together to help raise his son. Okay, now Ryan did have to release an emotional video where he addressed people who are judging his situation. Here's what he said. I hope nobody that you love has to go through any of this. And then I have to tell him, oh, she's an angel now, and she's with God, and she's in heaven. And he says, well, oh, I want to go there. How do I get there? I wouldn't wish that upon any of your ears to have to hear that. And then he asked me if T.T. can live with us. I want T.T. to live with us forever because she's now the closest thing that he has to a mom. Naya Rivera's sister, Nikayla, also posted, In the darkest time of my life, the only thing that is important is my friends and family. Showing up for my nephew, even though I can't show up for myself, I'm not concerned with the way things look because no one can see each agonizing moment we all endure. What matters most, I've learned, is to show compassion, not to judge others, and never take a moment of life for granted. I hope you all can do the same. It's wild how we all jump to the worst possible scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, immediately, everybody's like, oh, they're dating. Uh, they must be in a relationship. No, they might just be wanting to do right by the child. And whatever they decide to do, you know, it's a tragedy still what happened. And I'm sure both of them would never have wished anything like that to happen. Absolutely so, not. Everybody and you know, just with this, with what's going on. I, I mean, I think the world can see them possibly getting together. Like, they are together right now. They are compassionate to each other. They both lost somebody special to them. They're both trying to raise the kid. They are really with each other. So if it happens, so what? I, I, I mean, right. I, I don't see anything wrong with it, in my opinion. All right, now, NBA Youngboy is not guilty, according to his attorneys, after getting arrested. Uh, 16 people were arrested on drug and gun charges. That's the total amount of people in Baton Rouge, and that happened on Monday. So he's already bonded out, and he's actually bailed out all of his friends, all the people that were with him as well. His attorney said Kentrell is not guilty of any crimes. There's nothing in the report that indicates that he did anything wrong. They arrested several people, and there was no indication that he had any guns or drugs on him at the time of his arrest. I ultimately believe he will be found innocent in all of this. I saw about 100 guns yesterday when they showed the picture. <laughs> but it was a video shoot, though. Why don't they just right. use they said, guns? They said, 14, they said 14 guns were seized, uh, 16 people were arrested, and uh, $79,000 in cash was taken, which means it was really like 500000 well, So 16 people were arrested, 14 guns were seized. That means that two people were lacking. Where the hell were y'all pistols at? There's no way I'd be around somebody... That's how you know they were the leaders. <laughs> the, two people, the two people who didn't have no guns had to be the leaders because there ain't no way I'd be around all them people with guns and don't have one. Now, everybody's also talking about Yaya Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. You know, she's been dating NBA Youngboy for quite some time, and it looks like she's pregnant. So people are saying that she's indeed pregnant. There was a TikTok video that was posted. She did delete it, and you can see it looks like something's going on there. All right, Sada Baby just recently did an interview with Hip Hop DX, and he talked about the song Friday Night Cypher from Detroit 2. Now, that song has some of uh, the top rappers from Detroit on it. 
And, you know, Cash Doll's on the song. T Grizzly's on the song. Here's what he had to say about not hearing the whole song. Did I tell y'all that I, I still ain't heard the full version of Detroit, Friday Night Cypher? Do you plan on listening to it? Probably not. Why? I love you, Sean. It ain't about you. You know that. I'm tapped in enough to know there's a lot of tension on that song in like four or five different the directions. Video is not possible. Everyone you would need to can't. go in and do their verse individually with security and then leave. Nah, Shine had to pull up on everybody and get their solo scenes or do it with people that's, that's cool. Like, it's, it's people on the song that's cool. Well, Sada Baby has issues with T Grizzly. Here's what he said. Did you think about not doing it because of T being on there? Nah, never. I feel like I'm better than T, so I'd be ready to get on some up. He lucky they cut a couple of his bars off because he says bullshit. About you? No, just he's a poop-put-ass bar. I, not for one second was I um, shying away because he was on there. I never was afraid of his chest. Get on the phone, guys. Somebody put them on the phone. There's nothing the conversation can't clear up. A little communication goes a long way. Now, from what I heard, Big Sean is trying to do a video, but he's going to have to do part of it in Detroit and part of it in L.A. because they can't even be in the same room together. But this is something that was going on before this song happened, before anything. So all kinds Yo, can of can we can't be there. in the room with each other? No. Can we salute Big Sean? Drop on the clues bombs for Big Sean. The reason I want to drop on the clues uh, bombs for Big Sean is because the restraint that Big Sean, owed, uh, Big Sean shows to Kanye West is remarkable. That, that, that lets me know that he really is a healed individual. Because Kanye West, I, I hope one day Big Sean tells his story. But just know mm-hmm. Kanye West owes Big Sean a whole lot of money. And he got Big Sean in a very terrible contract to be out here screaming about giving folks their masters back. And all types well, of other he things. he says he's going to. Big Sean said thanks. So let's see what actually happens. But this is his last album, right, that he has to do under him. So I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, but, he, but he should Kanye pay him what he owes. He wants he to talk Big about Sean. that. You got to put your money where your mouth is. That's right. Kanye West owes Big Sean $3 million. Kanye West gives half of Sean's profits and half of Sean's royalties. And Kanye uh, wouldn't agree to Big Sean getting his masters back from Def Jam. Kanye needs really? to do right by Big Sean. So Kanye told me all this stuff about a- masters, and you're saying he didn't do none of this for Big Sean? Yes, and it's amazing that Big Sean has the restraint that he has. It's the sign of a healed person. But brothers, we got to stop doing that to each other because we we run out we run around out here misleading other people and you know really being false prophets. But you're not even doing right by your own people. Do right wait, by wait, your wait. people. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So the same Kanye that's talking about giving back people their masters and doing right by people and doing right by contracts, you're saying he owes that Big Sean three million dollars. Does not have a good contract, and he does and he doesn't no. want to give him his masters. But ain't he a billionaire? Wow. He can't afford to pay him. Exactly. Wow. Have you? Have, have, I know I can't be alone wow. in hearing this. He owes Sean $3 million. He gets half of Sean's profits and half of Sean's royalties, and he wouldn't agree to Big Sean receiving his master's back. Big Sean had negotiated something with Def Jam Universal was going to give him his master's back. Good music had to sign off on it. Kanye said no. Kanye needs to do right by wow. Big Sean. And this is 100% right. legit. 100% true facts. I mean, listen. Get Big Sean on the line. Just the rumor. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Well, I was going to start the mix up with Kanye, but I'm not going to do that now. No, I'm just joking. Uh, happy birthday to T-Pain. Today is T-Pain's birthday, so we're going to get some T-Pain on in the mix. And shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. And also, shout to Tiana Taylor. She got a, uh, a new record that they just released. They're pushing as a single. We're going to get that on, too. Shout Wait to Tiana Wait till Tiana Taylor. get to talking, too. That's another one. 
Wait, wait, wait. You can That's another one. Another one. Spill some more tea. Come on, spill the tea. All I'm simply saying is that's another one. That's all I'm simply saying. Another Brothers one. cannot be out here acting all righteous and acting like they're fighting for everybody when everything that they're doing is very self-serving and they're not even doing it right by their own people. Do right by your people. Bro, so he's a billionaire because he's taking the money from the artists that are signed to good music. And why are you trying to sell good music to Def Jam? If you're trying to get out of a situation and get your masters back from Def Jam Universal, why are you so busy just trying to sell good music to Def Jam? Aren't you the Secretary of Defense for Kanye? So you should be telling us all this stuff. Why? You tell us why. Well, I don't know. Why? I don't know why Negroes <laughs> do what they do. I hear these stories and I'd be like, what? I can't believe well, it. And right. I, also, I also want to make sure I shout out Fargo on FX. This month, FX is making the latest installment of its popular and award-winning limited series Fargo with the Chef Collaboration. Hopefully, y'all got your pie. Did you get your pie? Uh, Fargo's fourth... Installment stars Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman. It's highlighting two immigrant families who are vying for a piece of the American dream. It's a tale of immigration, assimilation, and power. So for your chance to get a piece of the pie, you can enter to win at thebreakfastclub.iheart.com slash Fargo Flavors. You can do that up until October 4th. So make sure you tune in this Sunday at 10 p.m. for a special double feature on FX next day on FX on Hulu. All right. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Mix Nicks. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's Angela Yee, and the General Insurance is making it easy to get the auto coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Get a personal quote in two minutes and drive off with insurance in 10. Give them a call at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Uh, yes. Good morning to Sheik Luch. Shout out to Sheik Luch from the locks. Today is his birthday, too. I just seen Happy that. Happy birthday. Today. Shout out to Sheik Luch. Yes, I and want to today... see Sheik on The Price is Right. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because he really loves The Price is Right, and every time yeah, he's come yeah. on The Breakfast Club, he said that. <laughs> and that's one of those things I want to see happen for still a person. Come on? Yeah, yeah, hosted by um, oh. Drew somebody, Drew Carey. Drew with the glasses. Why, yeah. Yes, I, I would love to see Sheik on The Price is Right. All right, well, today's also Wednesday, and I just want to tell you I'm really excited for this Wealth Wednesday. We have Mark Morial on. He's an American political and civic leader. He's also president of the National Urban League, and we had Robert F. Smith on. And you know him for paying the student loan debt for Morehouse College for the 2019 graduating class. That was $34 million. He also has his own investment uh, firm as well, Vista Equity Partners. So they are guests on Wealth Wednesday today. So you can actually go to the Breakfast Club YouTube channel and you can watch it there and tune in. You could also win $4,000. We're giving away $4,000 and that's with Rocket Mortgage. And so if you want to win that, you can go to power1051fm.com forward slash Rocket Mortgage. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notes. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Y'all still hungover from the debate last night? I have a headache. No. The, the debate was everything I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be entertaining. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be the best versus battle of the year, and it absolutely was. It was every, yeah. I got, Joe Biden was what, he thought I, what I thought he was going to be. Donald Trump was what I thought he was going to be. I, 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 I got say, everything I would I say wanted. the same thing. I feel like I knew Donald Trump was going to overtalk and try to Lie. get uh, Joe Biden yep. upset. And I, I knew Joe Biden would be trained to try to handle that and stay calm. And 
So it was what it was. That's basically a summary. But make sure you guys vote. And I do hope you are energized to vote and vote for the candidate that represents whatever it is that is important to you or somebody you feel like you could work with, okay? And Levi's is teaming up with Rock the Vote to help get as many people as possible registered and ready to vote this fall. You can text Levi's to 788-683 to get registered, to find out those key dates, and get your voting how-tos from Rock the Vote. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. The positive note is simply this. For everybody that's uh, shocked by... Donald Trump not condemning white supremacy last night. Uh, please remember, never get mad at someone for being who they've always been. Be upset with yourself for not coming to terms with it sooner. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?